Hello, everybody, and welcome to The Scratch, the show where we let real stories out. The following is a legacy episode, back when the show used to be called Tuesdays at 2 from 2019. It's cool how audio is kind of like a time machine, and you're going to hear some repurposed content from old episodes that we created of our old show as we get excited for the new one that's coming soon. Are you itching for a good story? Welcome to The Scratch. This is episode seven of our legacy series we've been going through. It was originally episode 30 of Tuesdays at Two and is an interview with Rye Davis. He's a country artist uh, who has worked with Vidmonster Productions and produces an incredible country sound. Uh, this is our commentary on his music video release and several other parts of his career as he is starting to take off. So we hope you enjoy. Well, hello. Well, hey, hi, y'all. How's your mama name? Hey, welcome to another episode of Tuesdays at Two. We're excited to be here with y'all. You might notice I have a guest with me. Yeah, I'm here. Am I the guest? Yeah, you're, no, you're the guest. Actually, okay. this is this is your show now. You missed it before we jumped on. We struck a deal. Okay. We took ownership of the show for zero dollars and zero cents. Everything zero. that it's worth. Yeah. So, we're excited. I'll, I'll sell it back to you. I'll double the price and sell it back to you. That's how business is done. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, zero to zero to zero. Definitely. <laughs> well, Ryan, I'm super happy to have you here with us. Uh, I think this is going to be something good. So, so those of you out there, you might notice the the format of the show is looking a little bit different today. We're trying something out new. So let us know what you think in the comments. Uh, if it's too much, if you like the bubbles, if you don't like the bubbles. But anywho, um, if you don't know me, I'm Sam Kirby. I am the uh, owner-founder at VidMonster. Uh, thank you for tuning in. And I have with me Ryan Dam Davis. That's right. Hi, yo. How's your mom and them doing? <laughs> Well, you were talking before we got on that you wanted to start a podcast called How's Your Mom and Them. I did, yeah. There was, uh, at one point, I worked at a radio station, and uh, we interviewed a, a whole bunch of new artists that came in, and uh, the idea kind of hit me, because my kind of go-to, what, what's it called, a uh, catchphrase was How's Your Mom and Them. Mm-hmm. I was like, I should definitely do something like that. And I just never did because I'm not any good with, like, the cameras and stuff like that. Oh, see, neither am I. It's all about fake it till you make it. Yeah, got to fake it till you make it. Yeah. Well, you've you've faked the hell out of it, man. It looks good in here. It looks good. It's evolved every time. For those of you who have watched the show, the entire course of it you know that like every single time the mic is in a different spot the background looks different the layout the graphics have changed and this is like episode 30 yeah so every time it's been drastically different yeah well that's what makes it fun man that's what makes it fun well you guys did a great job on my music video though because it it doesn't look like that you faked it till you made it now that one you know, pr- like production, like film production, music videos. Like we don't fake that. Like we yeah. know we're, we're confident in what we can do there. Good. So we're, we're excited that that's going well. So um, everybody, Rye is a an absolutely fantastic songwriter, musician, performer. Um, and we've been working with you. How, how long have we been working with you? Uh, probably close to two years now. Really? Yeah. It's been two years? Yeah. Little, not quite, probably a little shy of two years, but pretty dang close. Gotcha. Yeah. But yeah, we're we're really excited about the videos that we put out, and then the one that we just put out that we're gonna watch yeah. here on the here on the show and make some commentary um, about also. Yeah, she'd know. Yeah, so if you haven't checked it out, um, shed no. If you forget the apostrophe, <laughs> yeah, it's shed, shed no. Shed no. 
Um, but if you haven't seen it, go over to Rise Facebook page. Um, we'll link that there in the comments um, to check it out and give it a view. I think it's already getting over like 6,000 views. That's awesome in a day. Yeah. Yeah, a little less than 24 hours. We dropped it yesterday at uh, 2 o'clock, I think it was. And it's Tuesday at 2 now. Show plug, there we go. Right. Uh, so it's been exactly 24 hours, and we're just shy of 6,000 views, I think, or right at it. Gotcha. So so tell everybody that you like and that you don't like, and your mom and your kids and your dogs and... Uh, yeah, have them share it and give it a view. It, it helps us out and uh, and VidMonster. Heck yeah. Well, before before we watch the, the video, we want to learn a little bit more about you. About me. So, yeah, so how long have you been getting into getting into music? When did you start? I think everybody kind of starts who gets into anything creative, starts like tinkering around with it just as like a, oh, this would be fun. And then there's that moment when it yeah. kind of just flips into something real. Yeah, uh, I've always been a music fan. Uh, but I played baseball beforehand. So before I did anything in music, uh, uh, I was a baseball fanatic. I played four years at WKU, and then uh, I played a little bit of pro ball in the Phillies organization. And uh, I bought a little travel guitar, which kind of looked like a ukulele on my big frame. It was about mm -hmm. like that. I started <laughs> learning some chords and singing to the guys around it, and they really liked the way that I sang. And I'd always sang coming up in church and, and mm -hmm. stuff like that. And uh, really liked all the outlaw country stuff and the southern rock stuff. So what, yeah, so what sort of stuff did you grow up listening to? Yeah, uh, I grew up listening to like Willie, Waylon, Hank, uh, some old Don Williams stuff. My dad had a big collection. and My mom was uh, really into gospel and stuff like that. And uh, I also was a big like John Fogarty, CCR, uh, Skinner. Of course, everybody likes Skinner. Mm -hmm. But um, got to put down the voltage. Yeah, for a second. yeah, yeah. The voltage. That's voltage. French product plug. Yeah. Yeah. So if you've not had the Voltage, get into it. I mean, it's not Mountain Dew is is nothing uh, nothing classy at all. But when you say <laughs> it that way, Voltage, there you go. Sounds like a cologne. That's right. Sam has not slept in four days, guys. He hasn't <laughs> slept in four days because of the Voltage. It's crack in a can, and we love it. It's, it's legal crack. There you go. It's, it's legal legal crack. The legal crack. Voltage. It's legal. legal crack. Yeah. There you go. See, there you go, Mountain Dew. If you're listening. Uh, what was we talking about? Oh, where I got started. Background, you know. Yeah, Waylon. Uh, yeah, right. Willie Waylon, uh, Charlie Daniels, John Fogarty, Skinnerd, uh, just anybody that that uh, had that kind of old school country sound. I was a big fan of, and uh, and later on in life when I started learning, that's naturally what I gravitated, gravitated, gravitated toward. I gravitated. Gravi that's like that's almost like voltage. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I gravitated the voltage. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> But, uh, and then one thing led to another after I got released from playing baseball. Uh, I got a real job and didn't like it at all. And then I got another real job and didn't like it. And then I got like six or seven real jobs and was playing kind of on the side, just doing open mics. I got, actually did my first gig uh, at the Spillway here in Bowling Green. That was your first gig? Yeah, that was one of my first gigs with a friend of mine uh, named Jeffrey Blades, who I've written a bunch of songs with. And just started playing and and got the bug i mean when I, I didn't just get the bug i got like the the full-blown disease and uh and decided that there wasn't a cure and uh that's what i wanted to do the rest of my life and and just started where i was and, and kept working to where i am now and uh i feel like we finally scratched and clawed and 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 climbed our way to the bottom of the mountain 
if that makes any sense. We're finally mm-hmm. uh, to where we can start, and uh, uh, and you guys have helped us get there, so we appreciate that. With well, uh, y'all, y'all have taken a really interesting approach. There's a, a lot of the the folks that we're working with. If we're doing like music videos or marketing videos, like they're ready to take it and use it and have it like right now. Like yeah. They're, they're always behind the deadline when they reach out to us. And you yeah. all have taken a really different approach. Yeah. I mean, you have to like being this close to Nashville, the proximity there, like how many, there's so many people that want to get into the music business yeah. and, and it's not even, it's not always a matter of talent. It's about how you put yourself out there and how you communicate. Yeah. And I think we take that approach because the music's first. You got to have a good product, but a lot of times people forget that music is a business. And if I figured if I was going to make music anyway because it's what I loved, uh, and I have to do some sort of business to survive, I might as well be in the music business. So mm-hmm. uh, the approach that we took is is we knew that there was no way we could keep up with anything, so we decided to try and stay ahead and that's probably the farm kid in me too you know what i mean there's mm-hmm. no such thing as like well let's just wait to the last second and do it there's you got to prepare a year ahead of time to get everything going so mm-hmm. uh we just released it's been a little over a year since we released the last album about a year and a half and we started working with you guys we released the last mm-hmm. album and uh we've started stockpiling stuff so for anybody listening out there we've stockpiled videos and we've got all kinds of content ready for y'all there's so, so much. Yeah, there's a there's so bunch much that we're excited to like to put yeah. out that we haven't been able to even show. I know you all are excited. But so yeah, are we. we've I mean, we've got all there's all kinds of stuff, and not only the videos. We've got uh, uh, we released the album. We've got an EP done. We've got a live album done. Uh, we're hitting the studio for even another album, and we've got all the content from y'all. And uh, but being an independent artist and making the music and having the music ready and preparing that and having the uh uh all the content ready when we actually hit the road and get to do the important part and go out and play for our fans we're not scrambling and worrying about all the stuff that we got to get to stay in touch with us you've got the opportunity to meet people and make an impression and you're focusing on oh when's this going to post on facebook or yeah we need to put this promo out there for the next yeah it's it if if you prepare for it it makes all that stuff secondary so when you're making that connection with your fans you're not worried about how many likes or views your video got you know and uh, uh, it's just the reality of the world that we live in. It'd be great if all I had to do was wake up every day and, and play my guitar. But having a company like you guys that are are willing to uh, have all that and make that for us and stockpile that for us and be like, hey, we're ready for another one. And there mm-hmm. you go. Uh, it really helps the independent artists like us. And I, I got a call from a friend today. Uh, it was actually my producer. And he said, man, it looks like you guys spent half a million dollars on that music video like it needs to be on cmt and i was like well uh we didn't do that uh, but i'm glad it looks good i'm glad it looks like, good where, where where'd you yeah. spend that money like, <laughs> yeah so uh so it works good budget yeah you told me this was your budget and then you got to spend half a million dollars on a video yeah exactly he was coming to collect yeah he was that's why he was giving me a call i guess but uh <laughs> uh but in all seriousness um we we've taken the approach that that we are taking right now uh because we're independent and because we do have budgets and we've got real like uh day-to-day stuff that we got to take care of on the music and being able to stockpile that i I think is just the uh it's just the smarter thing to do than just go out on a whim which is what i naturally want to do as an artist i just want to be like oh this is a new song let's get it out there but you got to kind of take a business side of it too and that's uh, uh and you guys are a big part of that so we appreciate it yeah Mm -hmm. 
Well, let's take a look at this video that costs let's you do half a million dollars. Yeah, half a million dollars. Here we looks go. Like. Here comes half a million dollars. Shout out to our actors, by the way. They did a great job. Yeah, oh yeah. I mean, they carry it. They don't have any lines. They gotta sell it all with their face. He just, Deaton just looks like a cheater. <laughs> yeah, when we were casting it, that's the question we had, is who's got a cheater looking Yeah. Shout out to uh, Q-Time, Nicole over there for letting us use the bar. Absolutely. What a scoundrel. What a scoundrel, Deaton. Oh, wow. He's falling for it. He's doing it. Who's that guy? I don't know who that guy is. It's really convenient that you're there for their story. It is. Yeah. It's convenient that you're just there. If you'd like to watch this video without the commentary, go to Ryan's Facebook page or the YouTube link in the comments. Oh, nice. Feeling bad about it. Aw, oh, damn. He's uh, hallucinating that she's there. Oh, wow. What have I done? Thank you to your uh, your parents for letting us use their house. <laughs> yeah, for sure. It's worked out perfect. We keep finding these really good just locations though. It's my dad's trip. If she between love we know is wrong. Oh, here it comes. Come on, Deaton. Jesse really got into it. Oh, man. yeah, she just, did. Like, really, like, she brought, like, with the best, like, start crying. Like, just, I don't know. She told me, did I tell you? I, I, did, I don't think I told you beforehand, so I didn't want you to be nervous. That's the first thing she's ever acted in on camera. Oh, really? She did good. Yeah. She did great. I thought she was going to add a little whomping action on in there. There we are. And there's that guy. So, yeah. Yeah. There it is. Very nice. It looks great, yeah. It looks really good. Mm -hmm. So is this, I wanna... air, is this air conditioner supposed to be on? Well, it's on now. It's on now. I'm going to turn this off in case the folks at home. Can y'all hear the air conditioner? You might be able to. 
This is a strictly professional set. See this right here? Only the best here. <laughs> I tried to turn it off. I don't know if it was. Well, it doesn't have any batteries in it because we're not oh, that professional. Oh, well, it's not that, it's not, uh, it's not that professional. The AC's staying on. I'm going to let it get kind of on my fine. back I mean, area there. So the way that we've set this up, I, I need like a, a quieter air conditioner because we're upstairs in an older house. Yeah. And so like that's always going to be like... Um, a thing but then i put like a ton of like noise canceling on the uh mics so yeah. it's so low i just get really picky yeah i spent so much time in building all this stuff up yeah but what what i wanted to ask you about is i like, guess the song itself like we're like writing the song like, okay the process of finding like that particular uh my smoking hot wife came up with this idea oh yeah 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 brandy who is a uh, she's my manager she's my uh co-writing partner she's sitting right over here at the couch and just watching and <laughs> she's social out, she's media outside the new bubbles yeah, yeah 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 um but she came to me one day we write all the time and said that she had an idea called she'd know and my first reaction was like she'd know what and she was like <laughs> exactly she would know and i was like oh okay i get it and uh uh but that's she's Brandy has the uh, the writer's mind. Like when she hears something, she doesn't have to hear it for what it is. She can break down bits and pieces of a conversation mm -hmm. and uh, turn it around to have kind of a, uh, a whole new outlook that makes sense. So like mm -hmm. instead of just saying she'd know he's cheating on her, let's just use the she'd know and see if we can build around that. And uh, that's, I've learned a lot from her as far as how to look at things on a song. Because mm -hmm. my musical mind, uh, I can do the music side and sing and make it sound pretty, but she's got a whole new take she can bring to it. And mm -hmm. uh, we kind of put our heads together and, and, and put that song out. It's actually one of the first songs we wrote together uh, as a couple. And it turned out pretty good. Now we've got something to last forever on that. Mm -hmm. And that's a song, I tell everybody at all my shows, it's a song that I wrote with my wife, not about my wife. There's a big difference. Yeah. There's a, <laughs> Especially with that song. Yeah. <laughs> uh, there was a... Because um, like a lot of people, like when they're writing songs, like they always, and like they always try and take it from, I guess, like a, a personal place or like a personal experience. But that yeah. song... I guess, like, how would you describe that? You're you're talking about like a a just any cheating scenario, or how, we how do you see you all see it? As long as it's true to somebody, we're being honest. Because um, mm. with us and the songwriting, it doesn't have to be a true story about us. But as long as uh, it's not a completely made up story, this is a very uh, this is a situation that happens a lot to a lot of folks, and as long as um, uh, we're bringing light to that, mm -hmm. and that's what country music is. So we don't always come from personal situations that we've had, but a lot of times we'll write about other people that we do know and that we've seen happen. Mm -hmm. So uh, that's kind of where that one uh, came in at. So there, there was a woman that came to me at one of my shows and said... Uh, you should be ashamed of yourself for singing that song about your wife while she's here. And she was, I mean, she was plumb inebriated, y'all. Like, she was really, she was, uh, 
She'd had a drink or two. Heck, I've ran I've ran into a drunk lady or two at filming your show. Like, <laughs> knock stuff over. Yeah, <laughs> we. Can. Yeah, we. Uh, uh, we were packing up one afternoon, and she took her thumb. I don't know if you ever had anybody do this, but like kind of how they like poke in your chest a little bit when they start talking to you, you know, like a drunk mm-hmm. person will do. And she said, "You should be ashamed to yourself singing that song about your wife while she's here." And I, <laughs> and I thought she was joking. She said, "No, I'm serious." And I said, you do know that Johnny Cash didn't really shoot a man in Reno, right? (laughs) I was like, we make some of this stuff up, you know, Um, which uh, some of them we do, some of them we don't. But that's that's the fun part of it. You get it's for you guys to guess. There's a pop quiz if it's going to be true or false. Is is this a true story or not? That's what Mm -hmm. it should do. Yeah. Yeah, so. But it's all about telling a story. And, yeah. And I mention that to you all the time. Like, you you do what all the classics have done in country music, and you tell a story. Yeah. And that definitely stands out compared to a lot of the stuff that's being put out now. I yeah. mean, you you all definitely, it, it feels more classic yeah. than a lot of more poppy type country that we're hearing. And yeah. you all have, really have a way of standing out. Yeah, and I've got nothing against like a popular country, but I, I feel like my roots it's are just definitely a different brand. It's different. It's a different world. It's not the world that I live in. Uh, the world that we live in is definitely rooted in in classics. Is rooted in uh, you know your Willies and your Waylands, like we mentioned earlier. Uh, and we always reference that. It, like even when we're making a record, if we want to make this, if that's where the song come from, then this is the record we need to listen to to make sure that like like uh, that's how it's you know. That's the sound we're going for, a raw, a raw sound. The, the new album that we're talking about, that we're actually releasing a new EP in April of 2020. Mm-hmm. And it's called uh, Cut to Tape, a tribute to the old school sound. It was cut live, no click, to tape. We keep one tape. There's no splicing. There's no making this sound pretty. That needs to be more clear. It's like what you would hear if you went to a, a bar or a live recording in the 1970s and they recorded it because I, I think energy is a real thing in music, and so that's what we try and stick with. This just record it, the energy's there, and go. Because I've I've spent hours in a studio before trying to get like a vocal take right, yeah, that no one's going to notice, and if they do, it's going to sound too perfect, and they're not going to like it. You know, as humans, like what kind of connects us? I feel like is imperfections, and I know that's a a weird philosophy to have. But like it's kind of what makes us unique, and I think if I'm going to do that in my music, and I'm going to make the most unique music I can, then it needs to sound as much like me as possible. Mm-hmm. You know, whatever it would sound like outside of going through the microphones and onto the tape, like everything that happens out in that room is what needs to be recorded, and that's what our next album is going to be, and that's what probably all of them, the rest of our albums will sound like, just because that is that that old school sound that we're rooted in, and and uh, we really enjoy and feel like a lot of other folks do too. I mean, we've, we've seen a lot of momentum going from that, just from being honest and doing that way. So mm-hmm. I think people appreciate it. Cause like I said, it yeah. cuts through. So for you, what's, what's next? I mean, what, what are y'all planning for? What are you looking forward to? I've got your shows up. If you want to plug up, plug, plug some of the next ones coming up. There we go. Yeah. Well, we're heading tomorrow to Fort Worth, Texas. We've got a, uh, uh, heading down to the stockyards down there. There's a big Texas Longhorn. So we're playing at. So if you're in Texas, come on out and see us. Uh, we've also Austin City uh, in Lexington, and then we've got Chicken Festival. There's two. We've got a little Austin City circuit there. So we're going to be around Kentucky, around the home base up in northeastern Kentucky uh, this uh, this month toward the end and after we get home from Texas. And then uh, 
just keep an eye out for it. We've got a lot more content coming to you guys. Of course, check out the She'd Know video mm -hmm. that uh, you guys made, and we've got a lot more videos coming soon. And That's we've important also. For, important for people to check that out. Yes, go check it out. Tell your friends, all of them. I don't care if you just got one or not. If you don't have any friends to tell, go make friends. It's important. This is an excuse to go make friends. <laughs> this is an excuse to get out of the house. <laughs> yeah. Take a shower. I got to tell. Have a cup of coffee, get woke up, or some Voltage. Voltage, some right. Mountain Dew Voltage. We yeah. are going to shamelessly plug the Voltage until we get yeah. a sponsorship. It'll keep you awake for 14 days. Voltage. Yeah. Um, but no, uh, and then, like I said, uh, we've got a new EP coming out in April next year. This is uh, one of the earlier plugs for that so just music all the time we play somewhere around 150 like 150 170 shows a year so just get on a website rydavis.com come out and see a show check out the music tell your mom and them about everything we got going on and yeah and and uh, watch the videos that vidmonster made and tell everybody about them too tell everybody that you know if you like it, and if you don't like it, then don't tell anybody. Don't tell a damn so. Yep. Yep. If you That's like it. it, if you like it, blast it out there. And if you don't, just stay at home. Shut your mouth. <laughs> All right. Well, y'all, I hope you enjoyed our uh, this episode of Tuesday at 2. Right? Thank you so much for coming in. I appreciate it, man. Taking Thank the time to do this. Yeah. Dealing with the new bubble format. And I like it. It looks everything. good. I've always been kind of a bubble anyway. Oh, yeah? Yeah. You're kind of a bubble. Safety. All right, y'all. We'll see you next week on another episode of Tuesdays at 2. Give me a second to cut this sucker out. And bye.